Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the program where today I'm going to focus on Oprah Winfrey's top 10 rules for success. Had great feedback on Warren Buffett's top 10 rules of success a couple of weeks ago, so thought we'd do another one. And this time we'll use Oprah Winfrey for our model. And then also making the decision not to be a manager. That's all coming up today on Better Than Before, sponsored by University Subaru. And right now, when you get a new Subaru during the Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to a charity in need. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. The best way to feel love is to share it. That's why Subaru created the Subaru Share the Love event. Subaru and Subaru dealerships will have donated over $225 million to help those in need. Get a new Subaru and Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of charity partners. The ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels or the National Park Foundation. Join us for the Subaru Share the Love event going on now through January 3rd at University Subaru. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished, but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move. Or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control. But that's when they had to lead and lead big. Tony Richards' new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. everybody to better than before i'm tony richards and we got such great response a few weeks ago to our segment of warren buffett's top 10 rules for success that i thought we'd do a return on that and today we're going to use oprah winfrey i found a quote as a matter of fact i found several quotes some for every one of these rules that i want to share with you but oprah says everybody wants to fulfill the highest truest expression of yourself. There's just something inside you that wants to be better all the time. And it's certainly what I believe in. That's why I end every program with everything gets better when you get better. 
Of course, I'm assuming most everyone knows who Oprah Winfrey is. She's a media icon. She's an actress, a producer, a philanthropist. The Oprah Winfrey show is the top rated show of its kind in the world. She was born into very deep poverty in Mississippi to a teenage single mother and is probably considered to be the greatest black philanthropist in American history. So let's get into these rules. I mean, it's very obvious she's highly successful. Rule number one, understand the next move you have to make. And here's what Oprah says about that. She says the way through the challenge is to get still and ask yourself, what is the next right move for me? Don't think about, oh, I've got all this stuff to do. What's the next right move? And then from that space, you want to make the next right move and the next right move and just continue to execute. Don't be overwhelmed by it because you know your life is bigger than that one moment in time. You know you're not defined by what someone says is a failure for you because failure is just there to point you in a different direction. Rule number two, seize your opportunity. Seize your opportunity. Oprah says, nothing about my life is lucky, absolutely nothing. A lot of grace, a lot of blessings, a lot of divine order, but I don't believe in luck. For me, luck is preparation meeting the moment of opportunity. There's no luck without you being prepared to handle that moment of opportunity. What I would say for myself is that because of my hand and a force greater than my own, I had been prepared in ways I didn't even know I was being prepared for. And the truth is, for me and for every person, every single thing that has ever happened in your life is preparing you for the moment that is right around the corner. Rule number three, have no embarrassment. Have no embarrassment. Oprah says, you know, there's no such thing to me as an embarrassing moment. No such thing. If I tripped and fell, if my bra strap showed, if my slip fell off, if I fell flat on my face, there's no such thing as an embarrassing moment because I know that there's not a moment that I could possibly experience on the air that someone hasn't already experienced. So when it happens, you say, oh, my slip fell off and it's no big deal. Rule number four, work on yourself. I say to my girls all the time that your real work is to figure out where your power base is and to work on the alignment of your personality, your gifts, and all that you have to give with the real reason why you're here. That's the number one thing you have to do. Work on yourself and fill yourself up and keep your cup full. Keep yourself full. Now, I used to be afraid of that. I used to be afraid terribly particularly from people who said, oh, she's so full of herself. She's so full of herself. And now I just embrace it. I consider it a compliment that I'm full of myself because only when you're full, you're full. I'm overflowing. My cup runs over. I have so much to offer and so much to give, and I'm not afraid of honoring myself. It's miraculous when you think about it. Goodness, I love that attitude. Rule number five, run as hard as you can. Oprah says every season, somebody else was coming out with a show. One talk show, two talk shows, three talk shows. There'd been over a hundred talk shows since we started ours, but every time I would feel like, all right, we got to step up our game. Got to step up our game. 
The way you step up your game is not to worry about the other guy in any situation because you can't control the other guy. You only have control over yourself. So it's like running a race. The energy that it takes to look back and see where the other guys are takes energy away from you. And if they're too close, it scares you. So that's what I would say to my team all the time. Don't waste your time in the race looking back to see where the other guy is or what the other show is doing. It's not about the other show and it's not about the other guy. It's about what you can do. You just need to run that race as hard as you can. You need to give it everything you've got all the time for yourself. Wow. That's strong. I don't know how many of my clients I've told that to who've gotten a competitor in the marketplace. Ignore, ignore, ignore. Focus on your business, making your business the best your business can be. You have no control over anything else. Rule number six, believe. Oprah Winfrey says, my grandmother was a maid. That's all she ever knew how to do. The only real expectation she held for me was that I would one day become a maid and in her words, have some good white folks, meaning people who would not speak negatively about me, who would allow me to take food home, who would be good to me. That was my grandmother's dream for me. But I had another dream for myself, more than a dream. I had a belief for myself. I remember watching her hang out clothes on a line one day and say to me, you got to watch me, Oprah Gale, because one day you'll have to do this for yourself. And knowing inside myself that that just wasn't going to happen to be my life. I don't know how I knew it other than the thing that we all have intuition or instinct or something inside me that said, no, this is not going to be my life. I knew that I would not be hanging clothes on a line in a backyard in rural Mississippi. So I was either four or five years old. And that belief that that would not be my life is what I held on to for the longest time. I just, no matter what, believed that there was something bigger and greater and more for me. Rule number seven, we're seeking the same thing. I always understood that there really was no difference between me and the audience. At times, I might have had better shoes, but at the core of what really matters, that we are the same. And you know how I know that? Because all of us are seeking the same thing. You'll go out into the world and each pursue based upon what you believe your talents are, what your skills are, what your gifts are, but you're seeking the same thing. Everybody wants to fulfill the highest, truest expression of themselves as a human being. That's what you're looking for. The highest, truest expression of yourself as a human. And because I understand that, I understand that you're working in a bakery and that's where you want to be. And that may be what you always wanted to do to bake pies, for example, or bake cakes for people or to offer your gift. Then that's for you. And there's no difference between you and me because that's your platform to do baking. And mine is to do a show every day. That's your show every day. And this is my show every day. So my understanding of that has allowed me to reach everyone and there's no way that you wouldn't because that's what I truly feel. Rule number eight, find your purpose. Oprah Winfrey says, a lot of people don't know what their purpose is. And if you don't know your purpose, your immediate goal is to figure that out because otherwise you're just wandering around. So the moment you can figure out what it is you're supposed to be doing, the sooner you'll be able to get about the business of doing that. Rule number nine, stay grounded. 
my life is fueled by my being and my being fuels the doing. So I come from a centered place. I come from a focused place. I come from compassion. It's just my nature. I come from a willingness to understand and be understood. And I come from wanting to connect. The secret of that show for 25 years is that people could see themselves in me all over the world. They could see themselves in me. And even as I became more and more financially successful, which was a big surprise to me, it was like, oh my God, this is so exciting. What I realized is though the whole process, because I'm grounded in my own self, that although I could have had more shoes, my feet stayed on the ground. Although I was wearing better shoes, I could understand that it really was about being grounded. I was doing and continue to do to this day the consciousness work. I work at staying awake, staying aware, and staying alert. Rule number 10, relax. It's going to be okay. Dear beautiful brown-skinned girl, and I use the word beautiful because I know that's never a word you would call yourself. I look into your eyes and I see the light and hope of myself. You're just about to turn 20, posing outside the television station where you recently were hired as a reporter. You look calm, you look happy, but I know how scared you were. If I could say anything to you, it would be, relax, it's going to be okay, girl. Oprah Winfrey, everybody, her top 10 rules of success. Number one, understand your next move and execute it. Number two, seize your opportunity. Number three, have no embarrassing moments. Have no embarrassment. Number four, work on yourself. Number five, run as hard as you can. Number six, believe. Number seven, we're seeking the same thing. Number eight, find your purpose. Number nine, stay grounded. And number 10, relax. It's all going to be okay. Stand by making the decision not to be a manager. That'll be my discussion and commentary coming up next on Better Than Before. The best way to feel love is to share it. That's why Subaru created the Subaru Share the Love event. Subaru and Subaru dealerships will have donated over $225 million to help those in need. Get a new Subaru and Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of charity partners. The ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels or the National Park Foundation. Join us for the Subaru Share the love event going on now through january 3rd at university subaru receive weekly coaching tips from tony richards delivered straight to your inbox whether you're a ceo or an entrepreneur tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry tony's monday morning coaching memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday morning coaching memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. I am Master Coach Tony Richards, and we're going to be talking about making the decision not to be a manager. This is one of those situations where you just shouldn't be afraid to say no. Some employees have the gumption as well as the self-awareness and self-knowledge to say no to a promotion into being management. Being a manager can be one step removed from doing what you love doing. 
because usually management is a skill all its own. And if you love what you do, you're going to have to give that up so you can teach people how to do what you used to do. You spend most of your time providing resources for other people to get work done. And that can be rewarding. You may find you like that sort of thing. But if you would prefer to focus on your skill set that you love doing now instead of management, well, management may not be for you. If you're comfortable in your current role, your job, and others recognize your value, you take satisfaction in knowing that you're pursuing your chosen passion instead of becoming a manager, that's cool. Let's talk a little bit about my personal decision to become a manager. I broke into initially the broadcasting business, specifically radio, back in the late 70s, early 80s. But I you know, had an on-air career for a few years. And people who were on the air in the broadcasting business had fairly low salaries. They had to work on the weekends. Now, it was a ton of fun. You got to play music. If you were good at that sort of thing, and I kind of was, you get to do some comedy and say witty things and this, that, and the other. And you lived on extra money by making $50 but for doing a remote broadcast at a sponsor location. And it wouldn't be unusual this time of year during the holidays to have both a weekend shift and also a remote broadcast. And during the holidays, during this time of year, might not be highly unusual to have two remote broadcasts. You might do a morning show from six until nine or 10 that weekend. And then you'd do a remote broadcast from 10 until noon and do another one from two to four or three to five or something like that. You might make another 50 bucks to be a hundred bucks that weekend. So I knew that to have the career and the lifestyle I wanted, that I was going to have to get into management and not just management, but upper management. Most of the on-air people got a lot of satisfaction out of being a personality on the air and having people know who they are and making appearances and, and things of that nature. And I wanted more accountability and more money. And if several hundred more people don't know who I am, I was okay with that. Give me several hundred more dollars, right? That's just it's my wiring. And there's nothing wrong with either one. Each one is a choice toward what suits you the best for the way you want to work and the way you want to live. And the lifestyle I wanted and the way I wanted to live, I had to get on up in the higher levels of management and take on more and more responsibility to make more and more cash. And that suited me. It suited my personality. It suited decisions. I didn't have any problem shouldering additional responsibility and additional pressure didn't bother me as much. I didn't have any difficulty directing people, managing difficult people, highly creative and highly talented people are sometimes difficult to work with and manage, but you get five or six of them uh, times. Then if you get a higher level management, you get that times 25 or so, but that was okay with me. I wanted that. And it was in line with who I wanted to be and what I wanted to achieve and how I wanted to live. And that's what your decision has to be based on. You got to think about things like, how do you make certain that the decision stops with you? Do you tend to waffle and you have a hard time making up your mind or whatever, then management might not be for you. Can you work on these things? Sure you can. That's what development's all about. But you have to know if it's there to begin with, to work with, or if it's just not there. If you agonize over decisions and you're highly analytical and you're kind of slow to make up your mind, 
depending on the importance of it, sure, if you take extra time, that's okay. But I'm talking about just in everyday work life. How do you accept consequences for your actions? If you don't want to be the person who gets called in on the carpet when things go off track, it's not for you. If you're all right handling the consequences, as long as there are equal benefits and rewards, it might be for you. You've probably known people in your life and work history that have not done a good job accepting consequences for their actions or their decisions or direction they've decided to take with something. And it's not pretty. And if you feel like you would be that kind of person, it may not be for you. So what I'm saying is you got to do what you think is right for you and do not allow peer pressure or friends pressure or family pressure make you accept a management position that you are not going to enjoy. You're not going to be very good at it, that you're going to regret just to say that you got a promotion and you're making more money. Don't do it. It's not worth it, especially if you really like what you're doing. Because I promise you, management is not more of what you're already doing. Management is something different than what you're doing. And it takes a different skill set than what you're doing now that you really love. And you're going to be giving that up. So it's a big decision which route you're going to take in a career. And you have to be at peace with that if you want to have a smooth transition and get into management. And don't forget, it's okay to say no. Well, that's our show today. Better Than Before is brought to you by University Subaru. Right now, when you get a new Subaru during the Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to a charity in need. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. You can follow me on Twitter at Tony Richards 4 And a special thanks, as always, to our super producer, Tessa Hall. Until we visit again next week on the program, I'm your host, Tony Richards, reminding you, that everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.